the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady. George Allman is on assignment. He will be back next week, which I will happen to be gone next week. Maybe you two are this. I've ne- Have we ever seen you two in the same space at the same time? Well, we were here yesterday, the last week. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah. Okay. okay. You're not the same. Good morning, sir. Beautiful morning out. Good morning. So it's starting to get daylight as we uh, drive yeah. into the studio That's now. The truth. It was kind of surprised yeah me too so which because it was dark last week i guess that's that whole unfortunately that george whole physics isn't, thing isn't yeah. here to tell us how many minutes we have gained since the savings since the day started getting longer again oh that's true that is true uh let's see what do we have going on this weekend um classes this weekend in san diego it's going to be rose care with constance and in Poway, it's going to be building healthy soil with uh, Tyler Trimble from, was it Backyard Treat? Backyard Fruit San Diego. Ba- Backyard yes. Fruit San Diego. Uh, both of those should be excellent classes if you're looking for something to do. Uh, classes in San Diego start at 9 o'clock. Classes in Poway start at 9.30. Uh, if you were going to go to the class in San Diego, I would get there a little early to make sure that you can get a good parking space. Or a parking space. Or a parking yeah. space at all, yes, as a matter of fact. Um, next weekend, the 21st, it's going to be summer color with Ryan in San Diego, and it's going to be citrus care with, uh, you and George. I believe that to be correct. I think that is the case. Yeah. That's going to be, um, next weekend for you guys. It should be fun. And well, we'll get back to it later, but Uh, we're expecting a citrus shipment next Friday. Oh, is that from the new, the new supplier? Oh, C. Excellent. So we'll have you'll have a lot of stuff to choose from. Twenty uh, eighth, uh, the weekend of the twenty eighth, both stores are going to be dark as far as classes are concerned for Memorial Day weekend and Memorial Day, the thirtieth of May. Both stores will be open our regular hours. So if you're if you got the weekend off and you're needing something to do, we can certainly get your get that garden. taken yes. care of for you. Um, Moving on to Balboa Park for the San Diego Botanical Garden Found San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation, which I don't think has anything to do with the botanical garden. Actually, oh, it doesn't. I don't believe so. Like that, I'd, that have, I'd, 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 I'd have to I'd have to double check with John, but I don't think I don't think it does. Fourteenth <clears throat> um, and fifteenth, it's the no, this weekend. Fourteenth and fifteenth, it's a geranium society show and sale. And next weekend, the 20th, the 21st, and the 22nd, it's the Plumeria Society's annual cutting sale. So if you're interested in getting into plumerias that's a, and growing them from cuttings, that would be a great place to go and, and pick some up. Or if Correct. you want, if you just want some, if you want to get into plumerias and just want to get started with one that's already growing, we've started getting some in already. Yes, we have, yeah. and we're expecting some cuttings. We have the plants, and we're expecting some. Well, there were cuttings. some cuttings floating around. I thought I saw a you stack of them some. on your desk. So, yeah, that's because outside my desk, on that that drawer chest, what is that? Oh, the chest or the file cabinet. File cabinet. Yeah, on top of that file cabinet outside was too much in the way. Oh, 
Okay. So someone put them on my desk for me. Well, very kind. So I moved them onto Montreal's desk. Exactly. <laughs> you just yeah, shuffle them around. And Don't they say plumeria cuttings move downhill or something so, like that? Something like that. And, uh, easy to grow. Yeah, they are. They're, they're yeah. I mean, I've got a big one on my deck by the pool that I haven't killed in fifteen <laughs> years, and it's it blooms every year. Uh, I barely give it any water. It's amazing that it survives. On, yeah, they're very low water. Yeah. yeah, extremely low water use. But you have to have really good draining soil for them. They they do very good not, point. They yes. do not like heavy soil at all. So if you live in an area like I do, where we have horrible soil. Um, Grow in containers is the is yeah. the easiest way to do it, and they'll and they'll get they'll get big. I, mine's probably six feet across, right? Um, in a age. in a squat fifteen gallon container that's only about two thirds full of soil. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> as it moves lower and lower, <laughs> as it gets high. lower yeah. and lower. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So are the days of our lives. Yeah. Um. Let's see, and. At the San Diego Botanical Gardens, which is the old quail gardens up in Encinitas, they are in the middle of their World of Orchids exhibition, which goes on through June 7th. Um, I think the best way to do that is to book your tickets online because they do sell out. They, and they If you go and you do not have a reservation um, for a ticket, you may not get in. So I would definitely take a look at that online. Um and then you were out at, was it you that went out to Barona? I did. Yeah. It, it was. You said it was in full bloom? It was in full bloom two weeks ago. We were talking about the Barona Rose Garden, which if you have not been out there, it really is, it's pretty spectacular. And it's it's completely hidden by the parking structure. You have to go through the parking, go around, you can't go through the parking structure. Past it. You have to go around the parking structure. Uh, but it, it it's a it's a beautiful garden. They do a really really nice job. And it doesn't look like much. It's between a couple of of back streets at Barona, but it is filled with roses. And the pathway goes down the middle, and you have roses on both sides. And the parking structures on one side kind of screening you off from civilization. And the there's big trees between the parking structure and the rose garden. Mm-hmm. And the other side is open space. Yeah. And it's a really nice oasis. And it was. It was warm, but my, uh, my mom got out, and she walked from one end of that rose garden to the other and back. Yeah. So the beautiful. Yeah, I was. It was. Uh, it was a good day. Yeah, it's it. It is. It really is a a beautiful garden, and they grow the nicest looking David Austin roses that I have ever seen. I I'm not a I. I was not a huge David Austin fan just because they, they tend to be kind of yeah. rangy and all over the place. Not at uh, Barona. Not at Barona. They're absolutely perfect. <clears throat> just beautiful plants. Um, and the, the climbing roses that they had, too, where they have a couple of pergolas. <coughs> all all along the walkway. That are just completely covered. Really, really nice. So um, if you if you're looking for something to do on a... On a weekend, uh, take a trip out to Barona and and, and check it out because they they do they do a very nice job of it. Oh, but uh, do not take the kids. You, have, I think you have to be eighteen to be on the property at Barona. I don't know. I haven't tried to take anyone under eighteen, so I don't know. But it is right next to the daycare center. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah. <laughs> on the backside. Now, um, I just received a text from George Allman. Oh, uh, you yeah. remember him? Yeah, and he said. Remind everybody that we have a plumeria class with Mike Atkinson coming up on the 18th of June in Poway, since we were talking about plumeria. Oh, the plumeria oh, yeah. cuttings, yeah. yeah. Don't want to. So if you want to get a cutting next weekend, <clears throat> you can come back. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can come back in a couple of weeks and uh, learn how to grow them or learn how not to kill them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One or the other. Um, on, it, has, it has been warm. It has been. I, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. It, well, it's, it's been, just it was. It's been hot this week, and I started watering yeah. a few days ago because I remember from a couple of years ago the avocado growers that ran their sprinklers the day before the hundred degrees had much better luck than the ones that waited till it showed up. Yeah. Prep and your plants. Help them out. Stay ahead of it. Stay. Ahead. Stay ahead of it. Yeah. I went out and double checked my sprinklers last night, and then I 
uh, turned the hose on to fill the pool up and forgot about it until <laughs> about 10 o'clock. Yeah, and you hear the water running. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had to run out and shut it off. So How how yeah. high did it get? Uh, well, it was, uh, it, was starting to, it was starting to spill over, but at least my pool guy won't be... Yeah. Complaining to me that the pool is low, not enough water in it. There's there's, there's plenty of water in it now. I can can tell you that. Um, Let's hope there's not an earthquake to slosh it out now. (laughs) Well, that would actually probably be beneficial. Uh, We have had a spate of earthquakes in in San Diego. I haven't felt any of them. I didn't either. There was one in in Palomar yesterday, right? Yeah, there was one. Yeah, Yeah. yesterday was up in Palomar. Yeah, I didn't feel it. Not anything, but. No. Uh, Tuesday night, Melanie and I um, were members of the members of the zoo, zoological society, so they do a member appreciation night at the well, the wild animal park, the safari park, and so we went up there for it. And we got we went the the event started at five, so we went up a little bit early because we hadn't been there in eight or ten years, I think something like that, and so we. We went up and we were just walking around and, and Melanie pointed out that the wild animal park is a great place to go where you can walk a tremendous amount and not see anything <laughs> as far as animals I'm are sure concerned. I'm sure they love you saying <laughs> that. But oh, I, I, I love the park. Let's I mean, put it's, it on the brochures. It's, it, it, it's beautiful. But they, they had changed. They, there was a lot of stuff that had changed since we were up there the last time. Um Obviously, the monorail was gone, but that was gone the, the last time we were there too. But uh, down in Nairobi Village, where they had the where they had the nursery for all the newborn animals, uh-huh. that's all gone now. It's oh. the the buildings are there, but they've converted everything over to a bunch of snake enclosures mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of different snakes. Um, there's not the the conifer forest. That used to be out. You had to walk through the conifer forest to get to Condor Ridge. Most of the conifer, or a lot of the conifer forest, is is gone now, um, and it's been redone into there. There's a there's a Australian exhibit up that direction. Uh, there's there's a, the entrance to the to the Tiger Walk is up there, which they have a they have a stand of. I don't know what kind of running bamboo it is, but it, it ran all over the place, and it's probably <laughs> seemed like the, a good idea. The, and, the, and the comb the, and the combs are big; they're like two, three inch diameter combs. I don't know what bamboo it is, but it's it's pretty spectacular. Is uh, the Baja Garden still there? The Baja Garden is still there. Is it um, yeah. still impressive? Oh yeah, yeah, it's, and and so is Condor Ridge, and but where they used to. They used to have just a, a shade house for the bonsai collection and the epiphyllum collection. They moved the epiphyllum collection out into the display area, so it or into the into the the forest area. So the, all the pots are hanging from trees and stuff like that. So it's it's not as sterile as it used to be. And the bonsai garden, which also used to be just a a shade house, is now a full on japanese garden setting and it, oh, okay. it's beautiful they it it's really really nice they've done they've done a very very nice job with that so if you're there's another thing if you're looking for something to get out and and take a look at uh i would highly recommend it did you notice a weeping sequoia in the conifer forest while you were there yes i did as a matter of fact how'd it look not very not not great okay. uh, kind of like ours if we still alive, I just I don't I don't think they I just don't think they get enough water. Or they, it it's too dry. Let me put it, it it's too dry for them to look booful, right? Spectacular, yeah. So, if you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson. We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. 
Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. J&W Lumber is local, family-owned, and has been serving San Diego homeowners and contractors for over 60 years. J&W is your source for backyard living projects. They have the largest selection in stock of wood and composite materials for a new deck, patio cover, fence, or siding. J&W provides the highest level of customer service in the industry. J&W Lumber, your resource for outdoor living. Shop where the contractors shop. Only the best for you, J&W Lumber. Would you like to know what your home would sell for today? Get a simple text message with your home's value by texting your address to 855-600-6000. You'll get no phone call, just a text. Jim Batrell has the buyers. Simply text your address to 855-600-6000. Is your smart speaker getting smart with you? For the umpteenth. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. George Allman is on assignment. If you would like to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. Um, I think we were done talking about the Wild Animal Park. We could be. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Talk about who Mary is or... Can we go? Oh, can we go back to water and heat and temperature and stuff? Yeah, we got, stuff again. I heard. Did I not? Did I hear incorrectly? But I heard that there is moisture on the way in the weather. It's going to cool down. I don't. know It's going to cool down, but not, but not, not necessarily going to rain. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, that's unfortunate. But we're going to have some onshore flow coming in later this week. It actually, it was supposed to. Temperature was supposed to drop quite a bit. I think. Yes, uh, we're going to supposed to go coast. down below average again. Okay, and I I did see well I did see that um, got the humidity on the coast coming up. They were predicting eighty nine percent, so that's getting pretty close to rain. Yeah, it's the Heavy. relative yeah. humidity, and it just means there's more moisture in the air. Yeah, that's true. That was a very nice voice, David. Thank yeah. you. Could you use that for us more often? No, no. All right, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, I did go and soak all of my veggies night before last or evening when i got home and citrus and stuff just yeah in preparation yes good oh as a matter of fact i i I watered i watered my citrus last night too my containers my my washington navel has so much fruit set on it right now it's not even funny I am glad you said that because that just remind oh go ahead and tell us how funny it is well it it's in it's in maybe a twenty inch diameter pot on my on my patio. You said it's been there quite a while. It's been there a long time, a long time, and it's maybe maybe three feet in diameter. It has hundreds of oranges set on it right now, and that's where it's supposed to be, right? It's not just because you haven't planted it yet. Yeah, no, that's what that's it was intended to be there. Yeah, but I I I cannot believe how much fruit is set on it this year. I've never seen it set this much fruit before must be doing a good job taking care of it yeah no or or letting it be well no somebody must be taking good care of it um no No, that would be (laughs) him the stars must have the planets have everything aligned for for it to be okay do you guys remember last week we had the call from i don't remember his name but he was concerned that his satsuma mandarin had not set yes it didn't it didn't have fruit on it and i i thought it was a little early and guess what's happening at my house with my Satsuma Mandarin right now? It's not setting fruit? No, it's oh, it leafing is. out. Oh, it's okay. just now is its time. Oh, see, mine, mine's already leafed out. Is it Has it bloomed? See, I, think, I don't remember. I think it does a first flush, and now comes the, the bloom time. That could Because there's a new be. flush of growth that has come out this week. And I was talking to my coworker, Mr. Allman, George. Mm-hmm. And his is coming out. He didn't see blossoms on it yet, so I might be a little premature. Yeah, I don't think I don't think mine's bloomed yet. Mine's oh. putting out new growth right now. Yeah, all all my citrus has put out a ton of growth, and so uh, yeah. not last weekend. The weekend before, I went through and sprayed it all with uh, Captain Jack's. Oh, okay, because the blooms weren't there. Because the blooms weren't there, and because it's translaminar, I wanted to get. An early start on it. Too. Oh, do you mean it penetrates the leaf and penetrates protects the leaf it and protects out? it for a little bit up so. to a month? I yeah. hear. Um, actually, this is 
getting to be the middle of May. It's Correct. about time for mid to late May is when the the bugs start coming out. Asian citrus psyllid shows up. I'm sorry, the, tr- the, the leaf miner, the leaf citrus leaf miner, yeah. citrus leaf miner. Yeah, yeah. So try to try to get ahead of that. Either set some traps so you can keep an eye out, and when you see the traps starting to fill up, um, spray. that's the time to spray. Yeah. Or you can do like I did and just spray. Do a, just yeah. just spray with the right. with the, uh, the spinosad to right. stay ahead of it. When so the we'll see how are not there and the bees are not. There. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you know what I've seen? I've seen a number of cases come through the store in the past few weeks. Is a giant white fly really is starting to come back? Yeah, mostly on hibiscus so yes. far. Uh, I mean, it, it does it does get on a lot of other a sure. lot of other stuff. Uh, plumerias it used to it used to infest plumerias fairly frequently, and um, cannas, cannas, and bird of paradise. Which yes. always surprised me because bird of paradise is such a yeah tough, tough leathery plant. plant. Leaf, it's yeah. not something that you would think of uh, whitefly getting onto. But yeah, I've, I've had I've had a number of people who come in asking about it. When I think of giant whitefly, I am reminded of I don't know if you guys remember the hibiscus across the street from NTC, mm-hmm. right out front of the laundry the laundry place where they would do the embroidery of your patches for the navy. Do you do you know yes. what I'm? There was a regatta, regatta menswear on Probably. Litton Street. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, in, yeah it was right and, outside, the, right across the street from the gate. And the hibiscus out front of that place was always white. Yeah, always oh, white. I don't remember the, that. that I, Man, whenever I think of uh, hibiscus white fly, yeah. white fly, I think of that plant. It's probably gone now. It may very well I be. I think it is. Yeah. I just remember. I the thing I remember about it was the the ideal control for it back then, which was probably close to 30 years ago, was uh, pyrethrin and uh, surfactant. Yeah. And we used to sell the we used to sell the master nursery pyrethrin. Correct. And, and the, uh, spray made or whatever. Spray, yeah, 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 yeah. As a combination. And it worked worked very well. Uh, that was before the some of the systemics that are out now. Right. Which you can put on. You don't have to spray them, so you're not soil spraying drenches, them. You yeah. use it as a soil drench, so you're not spraying it on beneficial insects, and those will last up to up to a year. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I hadn't hadn't seen it not hadn't seen it for a long time. But man, back back in the day, it was a yeah, it was a mess. It, yes, yes, it, it was. It was it was really bad. Um, like your hibiscus had a beard. Yeah, two, three, in, the. Yeah. That white waxy stuff that they would secrete would get yeah. two, think, three inches long. I think it's long. called ick. The white, yeah. ick. sticky, icky. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, well that's good to know. Yeah, uh, you know we were talking about um, fruit, talking about the citrus and the blooming. Uh, you and George had a debate about your plum trees. It wasn't a debate. He texted Just a me comparison. a picture of his beauty plum. That was fully ripe, and he told me how good it was. And I sent him back a picture of my beauty plum that's still totally green and is probably a month or more away from being ripe. And I just just don't think it's fair. Well, that's because you live in two completely different areas. Yeah. You think that might have something to that do with it? That might have something to do with it. Yeah. Either that or you, what you think is a beauty plum is not a beauty plum. Yeah, one or the well, other. that is possible. That, that, that does happen. It does have a beautiful, a beautiful tag on it. But, I no, I think you're right. I think he's in a much more temperate area in PQ there. Well, that's the thing. It's, in f- fruit trees or anything, a lot of things, where you live makes a big difference. So just because somebody's is fruiting someplace else doesn't mean yours is not going to fruit. We're not coming back to Satsuma mandarins again, well, do, are we? We may. Okay, but it was pretty stark, and he was uh, he was a little boastful. He was a little prideful that his beauty plum was ready and and yours was not. Yes. Yeah, but just think about when yours is. And his, his will not be. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I uh, I think last year, last January or the fall before, I planted the beauty plum with two pluots around it. Okay. It was, it was the pollenizer. And all three of them. I've taken Actually, out. yes. All three of them have a lot of fruit on them this year. They've oh, grown good. really well. And then I added a. I added an elephant heart plum 
last year because it was my dad's favorite at the time. We used to have one at the house growing up, and that tree is long, long gone. Right. So I got one that hopefully, no fruit on it this year, but hopefully I'll get some fruit for him next year. But it's doing well? It's doing very well. Yeah, it's growing really, really well and putting out a ton of growth, and I keep pinching it back so it'll branch lower. more lower, and right. I'll get, I'm sure I'll get fruit off of that next year as long as there's something to pollinate it. And today... It's my dad's birthday. Oh, oh! Happy birthday! Yeah. Happy birthday! Very happy I birthday. guarantee you, he is not listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I wouldn't be either if I wasn't here. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, is yeah. the is the elephant heart plum just a, a short lived plum, or or did you? Kill well, it? no, 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 no. It was a. It was a. <laughs> I wasn't in charge back then. Right, I was a right. kid growing up, but it was a mature tree when. You were My oh, I bought the yeah. property. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was a plum that you had planted. No, 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 no. I no, no. didn't realize it was it, your, that your old, folks. Yeah. Okay. So I have okay. one I just planted uh, last year. Was it last year or this? year? No, it's this year from bare root. Okay. It's this year, and it's wow. growing out a ton. And I put it with the other ones for pollination. But the one that I was talking about that is no longer in existence is one that my folks had. Growing that we had growing, growing up, up, and it okay. was mature when they bought the property. Okay, well that 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 makes more sense yeah. then, because I know something like like red leaf plums. They don't live all that long. Right. I, less than, or probably about 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 12, 30. 12 to yeah. mine. I had one in my front yard when I built the house, and I I think it lasted about. Maybe fifteen years, yes. something twelve, fifteen years, something like that. Yeah, the yeah. elephant heart lasted longer than the purple leaf plum in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is about, about the purple leaf plums. They, they grow so fast and they develop a canopy yeah. so quickly that if you only get ten years out of it or fifteen years out of right, it, it's, it's no not, big deal. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, a circle of life sort of thing. It's yes. a, a you know for a for for a medium sized tree, if you don't mind it being deciduous, it's a. It's a it's a it's a great tree for short term. And some of them produce option. really good yeah, red a, sour plums. Which oh, I my really kids used enjoy. to my kids used to love to climb in the tree and pick the pl- pick, pick, pick the, the plums. plums. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't stand them, but they the, the kids the kids loved them. I guess it's kind of like sour grass. Yeah, which yeah, I don't even know how I don't even know how that's that whole thing started. Um, but I a remember, farmer with a Straw hat and overalls should yeah. have some straw or sour grass or something. Some yellow oxalis. Yes. I remember. Yes, I remember. And it used to be everywhere when we were kids because you could go up wherever, yeah. whenever you were out and about in the neighborhood, it was growing Find somewhere. You yeah. could grab it and start chewing on it. I remember I saw some one time after I had gotten older and picked a piece of it and started chewing on it. I was like. Good God! So what were we what, thinking? What, yeah. what was the allure of this yeah. nastiness? The truth. So, you could, you know, yeah, that's maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe that was it. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. Bring some rain to uh, yeah. San Diego. Talk, talk it into. Although it. we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be set until twenty forty five, as far as I heard. Who's, We've got water, really? got, unless Lake Mead dries up, well, which it's trying. Oh yes, <laughs> but think of the stories we are going to learn from Lake Mead drying. Oh, that's up. what they're already talking about. Yeah. Barrels filled with bodies and Paper cement. Imagine, things. Yeah. yeah. Oscar Goodman said he would not be surprised if a lot more showed up. 
Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, George had an interesting picture that he posted on the uh, Facebook page for the for the show. Those prehistoric creatures? Yeah. The, those um, ladybug larvae, I believe, were they not? They were. Oh, yeah. yeah they, those things are they're creepy looking. They are, especially when you get a close-up picture like George had of them. People bring them in all the time, wondering yes. what this awful pest is exactly. on their plant. Yeah, but man, they 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 will just mow through aphids. Yes, they, they will. And they eat many more than the adults do. That's what I thought. I I, yeah. I thought they they ate a lot more than the adults. And, and George's scientific data. And that's on Facebook. Yes, it was okay. on the it was on the the Wednesday wisdom Wednesday wisdom. It's on the on the show's Facebook page. Okay, well, yeah. people ought to look it up because people will be confused by thinking it's a bad bug or a good bug. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. Take a look at them because they they are around. They are they are around. You were gonna say? Sorry. Well, I was gonna say bad bugs, bad bugs. What <laughs> you gonna do? But um, what was? Oh, Ed George said that the leaf that he found that those two larvae were on had many fewer aphids on the back of them. It was a nasturtium. Yeah, it was. An, yeah, and they will get coated with aphids. Yes, they but will. But the leaf yeah. right next to it had no ladybug larva cleaning it, and it had many more aphids on it. So his scientific data said that the re- reason that one leaf had fewer is because the ladybug larva had eaten them all. Well, that that would, makes sense. That would make sense. I went, out to, uh, I went out to look at uh, our butterfly garden at at home the other day and we've got a big tropical milkweed planted in it and walked out and it's the stems are pretty much yellow oh with aphids aphids, i've never seen so many aphids on a plant in my life it was uh it was completely covered with them so i know that that's safe for the monarchs that's right it tells you there's no pesticides exactly yeah there no so pesticide. Do you wash that. them off, or do you just let it I go? I just let it go. And I hear yeah. that's what I would do yeah. too. I, I, don't, I really don't do anything in the uh, in I'm the butterfly like garden. Yeah. yeah, it's a big circular planter that's right outside the right off of the patio, and it's full of sage. And there were nasturtiums in it, and I've slowly been managing to get them out. They can take over. They, can't they? really can. Man, they produce so much seed; it's not even funny. Well, you see them all over, like uh, San Clemente Canyon. When, yeah, yeah, it's like they just take off. Yeah, they're they're all over the place. Um, my guess is they weren't initially planted there. Probably not. Um, well, I have some tropical milkweed volunteering in my oh, yard yeah. that I'm sure washed down in one of the one of the rains from one of the, my neighbors because I've never planted it. Right. Speaking of milkweed, we actually have. The growers have actually been able to keep ahead of the demand um, for the this tropi- year, I mean, this for the uh, for tropical, both, tropical and the and, narrow, the, leaf and the narrow leaf, yeah. And um, uh, for those that are for those that are concerned about the tropical milkweed, the the biggest objection to the tropical milkweed was that it carries that it can carry over that uh, is it a Virus? bacteria a bacteria or is it, there's a disease bacteria, there's a yeah. I think it's a bacteria that that can carry over. But they said that the um, the experts have said the way to get around that is in the fall is just cut it cut, cut it back, right. and then it, it it doesn't have the opportunity for the bacteria to to build in population and to uh, carry over through the winter. And it also eliminates the food source so that uh, it shouldn't affect the migration. Right. There's a there's a really interesting website like, that. It's in. It's from a butterfly conservatory in in Texas, and I can't I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But they they've they've written some very interesting articles about that whole thing, mm-hmm. um, and recent too, is like March of twenty twenty one. Okay, uh, so okay. It, it, it's pretty pretty current. Um, but they had some very very good information out there uh, about monarchs and and the migrations and what their feeding habits are and things like that. So. Uh, one of the plants that I planted, I thought it was going to be... Was it the National Butterfly Center in Texas? No. Maybe not. I don't think so. Okay. I can't... I don't know. I'll have to look at it. I'll find out next week. Um, one of the plants that I planted in the garden, which I thought was just was just going to be an annual, but it has turned out not to be, is the, um, oh, the salvia... Spires. What is it? Oh, blue, oh, blue spires. spires. Blue spires. Okay. I mean... It, that's a that's a really really nice plant. It's a beautiful it plant, it, it, yeah. and the, the plant is nice. The flowers are incredible. It's a 
And the it's foliage, yeah. Mist expires, isn't okay. it? Okay, well, there is a mist expires. Mist expires so blue, actually, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. They're, it, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic plant. And a I, really, really it's nice It's funny because a lot of these things that they do, I guess they'll call annuals, they'll winter mm-hmm. over and they'll, they can last for a while. Yeah, well, we've it, had that one out there for... This is, must be its third year or fourth year. Oh, the year. one out front? Yeah. Yeah, it's been there for a few it years. It doesn't now. look as good during winter as it does right now. Correct. No, yes. they do, none, of them, none of them do. I, uh, I have one sitting in a four-inch pot on the side of my garage right now waiting to be planted somewhere. <laughs> I've only had it for a month, and it's still alive. <laughs> it's still alive. That's, that's, yes. the four-inch that's, pot that, and that's pretty impressive. In Hamul, it's, right, yeah. it's right next to my uh, African blue basil, you know, because oh, it does God. such a good job of attracting bees, and I've kept that alive too. African blue. I was thinking of African blue basil, and I have that at the house, and that thing is just a bee magnet. It is. Magnet. It they is incredible how many bees that will attract. Yeah, that's great. I, and it and it and it's a, yeah. it's a great perennial. I mean, no, it, agreed, it, it'll agreed. it'll last four or five years yeah. easy. Uh, the the flavor of it's a little stronger than I. Than I think like large leaf basil it is. But, could be, but, but it tastes like basil to me. So yeah, I, I, I really, I'm not. My taste buds aren't, you know, t- acute. I can't. I can, yeah. yeah, it tastes. It tastes like basil. Yeah, yeah. Thank no, you. it's a, that's a, that's a, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a, and it gets big too. It oh, gets yeah. like oh, yeah. three, three feet across, four feet yeah. across. Yeah, it's, yes. Yeah, we had one for we had one for a long time um, out in the out in the corner where we. Usually yeah, if you have want a vegetable to bring garden. Bees your yard. Yeah, if you need pollinators, that's the that's a that's an excellent way to excellent way to entice them into your yard. Yep. You you will have more bees than you than you know what to and do. And Carter Scott pills. I yeah. said that to somebody the other say, day, and they had no you, idea what the heck I was well, talking yeah, about. When, when my grandfather said that to me, I didn't understand it either. Six fifty years ago, but it's okay. Yeah, Carter's am, am, what were, what am were I Car- old? What were Carter's little yeah. pills? I don't know. Well, we'll find out. Good, good, good gardening question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the other, one of the other um, Wednesday wisdoms that George posted that I thought was really good was uh, last week he posted one on green lace wings. Okay, and he had a really he had an outstanding picture of one. Okay, so if you if you wonder what green lace wings look like, take a look at the. Uh, Take a look at the, our Facebook page yeah, and okay. Wednesday was from last week, <laughs> and you, you can see it. Carter's little pills are stimulant laxatives. Oh. Oh. Who knew? Who knew? Whoever I, texted you? I, no, no, I just oh, looked, you it looked it up. It up? Oh, yeah, okay. I did not know. I that. didn't know that either. <laughs> Makes sense. The history of Carter's little liver pills. Anyway, okay. um, I just remembered the saying. Yes, I growing up, saying to me too. Now, now we're old, and now we I, share. Them. Yes, I hadn't heard it in years, but uh, we got a big order of citrus in this week too. I think did and we we're not? Expecting an even bigger one next, next week. week. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so wow. we're starting well, c- to citrus, get some citrus and fruit. Um, finally, we got in a, a large order, and it wasn't just citrus. Uh, Anything, but we did get satsumas. Okay. We got some loquats. Uh, oh, there were plots. some mangoes, a lot of mangoes, and uh, I got failed graft mangoes. So they use the Manila mango seedling as rootstock for okay. their grafts, and these are ones that they were grafting name varieties onto that didn't take. that didn't take. So the plants are these Manila mangoes are a year older okay. than the ones we would normally be getting in the same size pot. So they're beginning to branch. They're really nice looking trees. Okay, and I've had one out. At my house for over ten years now, and I get fruit off it. It does really well. It, it's had a little yeah. bit of uh, damage cold damage from, on yeah, occasion, I was but say it's you're never out there where you could get damage. out in the sticks. Well, I don't didn't want to say that, but that's a beautiful. It's a beautiful tree when when they get when they get big. It it if you like a if you like a tropical looking tree for your yard, that's a. That's a great one to consider because they, they, it, it, they're really pretty trees. Uh, unfortunately, the squirrels and the rats get more of the mangoes, the mangoes that it produces than, than I do. But oh. and it's nice when it's in bloom and the new growth comes out. It's all bronzy, reddish. Right. Um, it's a. It is a really nice little tree. It was all. It, it's been. I can't even remember how many years ago it's been. But we were down in on National Avenue yeah. down in in Barrio Logan, and there were, there was an enormous mango tree. Planted between these two, 
two little houses on National Avenue, and it was just covered, covered with mangoes. I mean, I absolutely covered with them, it, and it was huge. It was a it was a big tree. So it's like like I said, it, it's a it is a it, it is a very pretty tree. I saw a video. I can't remember where it was, but there was somewhere where they were growing mangoes for product for fruit production, and they had prevented the flowers. Well, they couldn't have prevented them from being pollinated. Somehow they were growing seedless mangoes because the guy he the all the fruit was wrapped. There, and he unwrapped one, picked it, unwrapped it, and cut it in half, and there was no seed in it. And he took like an ice cream scoop and scooped wow, out the center. Really good. The center they're the doing center. that with citrus now. They're they're keeping the bees away. So they're self pollinated, so there's there's no seeds developing inside. So they're they're putting oh. they're putting rows, they're just covering up the orchards with bee cloth. That very thin just the screen, yeah. Interesting. I, yeah. These were the the fruit in this mango orchard. Each one was individually covered. So I don't know how they do that. That's going to be a very a expensive of, piece of, of fruit. Of, yeah. Yes. I'm yeah. gonna. David is going to fight with the yeah. seed for a while <laughs> and see. Yeah. But well, are we about to? I think we need to take a break. Yeah, You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, George Allman, has got the weekend off. Uh, let's see, we're going to go to the phones where Maria's waiting, if I can get the cursor to work. Here we go. Good morning, Marie. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine, thanks. I hope you are, too. Yes. What can we do for you? So I have a philodendron in an indoor setting in a small place, about a six-inch pot, maybe seven-inch pot, and it's... Uh, the fronds are probably about six to six to nine feet long, but I have them on a, you know, the tower is like inside the pot to hold them up. Okay. And I think the poor baby needs to be transplanted, but I'm so afraid because with the new shoots being so, you know, brittle and easy to break, I, I was thinking about maybe wrapping the whole thing in a towel in order to handle it, unless you guys have a better, a better suggestion for me. No, you, I, you you could you could you could wrap it up. They're usually they're usually pretty tough. If you if you you know if if you lose a little bit here or there, it's it should bounce back pretty quickly. Um, I would if it's in a six or seven inch pot, I would probably move it up to maybe at least an eight or a ten inch pot. Yeah, um, just a good yeah. and a good general purpose potting soil. Uh, what I would normally recommend would be the EB Stone Edna's Best potting soil would be fine. Uh, and then uh, give it a shot of fertilizer uh, after you re- repot it. I, I think you, I think you would be okay. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't. They're they're pretty resilient. I generally use the uh, vitamin B for transplant shock. Is that's that fine. Up? Absolutely. Yeah, that's not a problem at all. That that certainly is not going to hurt. Uh, but just bear in mind that that's really that that's a that's a vitamin and not uh and not fertilizer. a fertilizer so you it's not a it's not a food it's a it's a supplement it's just like we we can't live on multivitamins we have to have food too same thing with the plants they're they're going to need fertilizer as well oh gotcha okay all righty well i will bear that in mind well thank you so so you think a towel or like a sheet or something would would work well we, yeah. and yeah. an extra set of hands i, was I would say yeah. yeah have somebody help you with it yeah cuz 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or if you don't have anybody, use a towel. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Have a great weekend. I'm glad you guys are back. Bye. Well, thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're glad to be back. Yeah. Can we talk Use citrus again for a minute? Certainly. We I mean, uh, might sneeze. So. Okay. okay. You you, just you go ahead and work yourself. on that. <laughs> we, you have a cough button next to you just to let you know. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, hey, now. Break into small groups and discuss. I've yeah. heard somewhere before. So what's going on with citrus? We're expecting a whole bunch of citrus okay. next week. And we had alluded to it last week. And I did get confirmation of the order coming. I'm not sure exactly that's how many things we're getting, but yeah. there was one, um, the Shiranui. Shiranui? That, yes. That that's I, a mandarin, I, I believe, is it, it is not? A, it's an extra large mandarin. It is an ugly mandarin. It kind of, I think, would look almost like a Sharpay, the Sharpay yeah. of mandarins. I got you. Real wrinkly? Well, yeah, yeah I, I mean. Yes. Um, but I have one of its parents, the Ponkan. And the flavor on it is fantastic. And it's large, but the Ponkan still has seeds. Shiranui is seedless. Oh, we're wow. almost seedless. Okay. And so those are on there. And uh, It's like a satsuma, sort of? Kind of, like an extra. An ugly satsuma? Oh, yeah. Well, let's not call it ugly. I guess I did kind of, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you did, but it's I, okay. I take it back. No, no. It's okay. It's, okay, thank you. You're not going to hurt his feelings. Um, but when I did the last special order of citrus, I only got specialty Varieties because I figured we'd be able to get normal things like Parent Washington Naval and right, right. Valencia and and those things which have been in short supply. So there should be quite a few of those on this order and tangos and just all the regular the regular things we have not been able to get. I love and, it. Very yeah, good. Me too. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get one of the Sharon Nui's because now it's some of the weird stuff is gonna be a little bit more expensive than your typical. Well, I mean, actually, I think all this stuff. Or is I, everything? I know everything's going. Everything's up in price. going up, and yeah. it's gonna okay. it's gonna just kind of move into that same. Okay. Same okay. vein. There's going to be some pomegranates. Oh, and he told me that I had ordered some Fuyu persimmons that showed on the list, but not to be available till June. And he thinks that they're ready now. I mean, we're oh. in the well, middle of middle May, of yeah, yeah, middle, yeah. Yeah. So two weeks. So these are going to be in those sleeve pots, and they'll probably be between. I don't know, two and four feet tall, fairly tall probably little whips, pretty, and again, perfect, to get perfect. Into it, but probably pretty expensive because those are expensive, just as bare those roots. are. Yeah. Those are the the persimmons yeah. are more than the rest, but correct the citrus itself, probably in the fifty sixty dollar range. But okay. well, you know, if I you're mean, paying five or six dollars for a piece of fruit in the store, no kidding. All you have to do is get ten out of it. Ten pieces of fruit. Well, that's the truth. Well, that's what, and that, that's that's why I tell people about blueberries. If you right. you plant a you plant a blueberry bush, you'll probably it'll probably pay for itself in one season with the amount of they produce so much fruit. Uh, it'll probably Agreed. pay for itself in it in, in one season yeah. if you keep it alive. If you well, don't yeah. kill it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, it, that, a lot of that is just making sure that you water it. I typically put yes. it right next to all these other things I'm watering. I have three brand new blueberries that are still alive. Well, very good. Yeah, I've had them for two months now. I think I'm kind of proud of myself. I've almost killed mine a couple of times, but yeah. it's come back. But, but it, it's it, it, come back. It's come back. I, I, I have to prune the, have to prune some of the dead stuff yeah, off. Yeah, of it, get but, rid of all yeah. the. But I think it, I think mine's in too much shade though. I don't, I'm not getting a lot of flowers on it, so okay. I need, might need to move it out to a little bit more sun. Mine are a little Ooh, bit where your the... Washington Naval is. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. That's on the other side of the patio. Yeah, I could do could do well, that. And you could put it next to the pool for the extra water. Yeah, I'm sure they'd love that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that chlorine would work. It would, would do wonders it, for it. Help it tremendously. So, uh, go ahead. Well, I just anything in containers. Water, uh, yeah. water, water. It's supposed to be what. Close to ninety again today. Warm to hot again tomorrow, and then cool off for the rest of the week. But we've we've been having customers come in that uh, I saw a really drought stressed citrus tree two days ago. The foliage was totally beginning to curl up, and you'd see the backs of the leaves. And right. it's a classic sign of them being drought stressed. And the, right. this customer had taken the <laughs> same same care of it as he's done for the last ten years. Yeah, but the basin the hasn't the yeah. basin hasn't grown. So. Yeah. 
the the old saying of outrunning your coverage the roots of outrun the the water, water which yeah. is in a very limited area yeah, you and spread it out and during containers so you got to soak them during yeah. cooler months and shorter days it's not a big deal but when it's 90 degrees right soils got to up got to give them some water correct yeah don't forget classes today rose care with constance in the san diego store at nine o'clock and building healthy soil with tyler trimble from backyard fruit in poway at nine thirty you've been listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz i'm ken anderson along with david ross mark mahady <clears throat> we'll be back next week have a great weekend with another, everybody. Oh. with another hour of garden talk have a great weekend everybody you did it yeah Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.